Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. And today, get out your computers. They're magic as fuck. It's Superman 3. Everyone's, like, also ran Superman movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the third in the series. After, after you've seen the wonders of a cellophane S, wash that taste out of your mouth with the palate cleanser that is Superman 3. Computers. And bad corporate crime. Just real <laughs> stupid crime. Small town drama. Lois Lane gets shipped off to the Caribbean. Perry White <laughs> befuddled by a lady who's who's constantly throwing games at him. Bingo! <laughs> Jimmy Olsen breaks his leg. And more. It's Superman 3. Oh, great. Yeah, remember after the credits, they're like, Superman will return in Superman 3. And they were... They weren't lying. He's, he's here, I guess. Superman's greatest acquaintance, Richard Pryor. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing of... One of the best parts of this fucking movie. It's astounding. It doesn't make it good. It's just that Richard Pryor is so entertaining. Yeah, I mean Richard Pryor is just great anyway, but he has it's I wish he was just Richard Pryor performs the same kind of role that Jim Carrey does in Batman Forever in the same mm-hmm. spot wherein like the movie's not all that great, but yeah. you get like a comedic actor and it makes it better yeah, than it should have been can elevate what's uh what's provided to them that's true because jim carrey tremendous actor just like richard Pryor. it's just and i know that he from what i understand he was a huge fan of the first two superman movies and wanted to be part of you know superman so he was Mm -hmm. like hey can i join up with the movie and they were like fuck yeah and then they centered most of the marketing and i guess the movie around him yeah and you know I really wish, because I read some of the previous stuff about it, uh, and it was like, I, I mean, we can get into it when we get there, but mm-hmm. uh, had they gone that original route, I think it would have been much better. Oh, you mean uh, like the original outline? The yeah. The original DNA for what this could have been? Yeah. Some of that stuff is in there, and I kind of like, if it, if it was just the thing, I'd like it so much more. But, uh, tisk tisk. Yeah, I would say, like, uh, where this is released in 1983, Richard Lester behind the wheel and, you know, do the whole game. But this didn't end up in the top 10 in 1983 because it sucks. <laughs> it's true. It's not great. It's not, I mean, it's not, it was, it was still a success. I'm not going to, yeah, just, it made money. It, you know, but it sucks. It's true. The S, the S in this case stands for sucks. Because in this case, it, who, not not uh, not. And not if what it, we were hoping for. if it makes you feel better, which if doesn't make me feel better, it's only gonna get worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not a great ride. This is not a glorious fucking flight through the cinematic journey that is Superman. This is drinking Johnny Walker red in a bar and <laughs> flicking peanuts at a bar. 
Johnny this Walker beam. Red. You're giving too much credit. This is like... no. That's what he was. He was drinking Johnny Walker Red from oh, the bottom. Yeah. Oh, he's hardcore then. Oh yeah. No, he's broke. Ew. Uh, all right. <laughs> so we start with Richard Pryor. Could we start with anywhere else? Anything? Oh he's no. The this Mitra- is Superman. Pum-pum. Dazzling unemployment action. Richard, <laughs> Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor is, it's so is understated. It's yeah. so very strange. I remember, I have only probably seen this movie in its entirety once, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. And the only time I've revisited it is to watch like the opening 10 minutes because I can't stand this movie much into the first five minutes. <laughs> God. Well, like the first, te- like the first little bit of this movie, feels like it's in a completely different, different fucking movie. movie. Yeah, it like, feels like it's the setup for a comedy. Which, like a Rich- I guess. it's a setup for a Richard Pryor comedy, which I guess yes, this is Superman. <laughs> yeah. Superman guest starring in Superman Three, the Richard Pryor film. Because yeah, we get Gus Gorman that's played by Richard Pryor. Uh, he has been unemployed for 36 weeks mm-hmm. in a row. In a row. And uh, <laughs> they're telling him that, you know, the Metropolis is, uh, is they'll hand out money to anybody, really. But, like, come on, man. <laughs> Dude. Well, I mean, put it in the like, you were, the last job, you were at a fast food joint for 28 minutes. Well, Come but on, you know, man. you gotta, they have they so many orders to, to sauce, the sh- buns. Yeah, they expect you to know all this shit from the get-go. The, lady, but, the lady's like not taking any of this grub. Well, so. but it's still, Richard Pryor is still very entertaining. In he is, he's, he's not the problem. The problem no. is the part, the, the movie, the, the, the material, the cast is not the problem. No, the... And I mean, yeah, this could and this could have branched out and been some sort of whole thing about a working class stiff that had nothing to do with Superman. Yeah. It. And yeah, and in fact, he's like, "Hey, man," he goes up to another guy because he's losing his unemployment, and uh, he's like, "Hey, can I have a light?" And he hands him a matchbook, and it's like, "Learn computers." Yeah, earn big money. Yeah, because this is. 1983 computers is magic baby oh yeah computers can do anything they're super literally fucking anything anything you and like like programming they can do whatever's yeah programming whatever uh so now we get our intro sequence where we see um we'll eventually get her name is lorelei ambrosia Mm -hmm. um that's a stupid name. <laughs> That's a porn star name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and I don't know. Have you ever just seen someone so hot they start a slapstick <laughs> comedy bit? Oh, just wait, buddy, because <laughs> you're in for it. Oh, 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 wow. Wacky fucking hijinks happen you in Metropolis. Ca- the first time I ever saw this, and I still think to this day, I'm just like, is there a fucking gas leak in Metropolis? Why is everybody <laughs> acting like this? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Okay, so she walks by, which causes somebody to <laughs> run into a light pole, which causes, like, a whole mousetrap of fucking events, which causes, like, a dog to run and chase, mm-hmm. like, 
a seeing eye dog to chase that smaller dog, which causes a blind man to run into a, a line painter. So he starts painting a whole bunch of lines because that's how the blind work. They just fucking follow anything if you lead them. <laughs> it's just how they do. They just and fumble it causes... around and just cause mayhem. That's why they Oh, that. Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> oh, it's a cameo. I had no idea. Oh, I wouldn't put it past it. And like... um. So then it causes a whole bunch of penguins, little penguin wind-up toys to be released onto the road, and then all those penguin lineup toys get lit on fire. Uh, You're not doing oh, drugs, by the way. This happens. No, no all of these happen. I, I, I wrote them all down. Uh, and then uh, one of those runs in front of traffic, which causes a man to swerve in front of a fire hydrant, which had so much water that it fills up the cabin of the car, which is airtight. 1970s cars are airtight. Nothing can get in or out, this and he man can't escape. Almost died from the stupidest drowning I've ever. Why didn't he open the door? Well, the door was stuck. There was a lot of pressure. Where was the water coming from? How is this much water getting into the car without flinging it up into the air? Why can the car not move? And of course, no, he's trying no to like. Pa- these bumbling assholes need Superman to save them. They're all just fucking. Buff- they're just, just. Oh God. Oh, in the big apricot of Metropolis. I mean, I I like that because that's actually from the comics. But like, like nobody breaks out the window or whatever. So Super Clark Kent's walking by, uh, and he he sees that, and he runs into a, a phone or picture booth, and mm-hmm. a kid does it, and then like. I did actually like this. He does the change act, and then the photo strip comes out, and he looks yeah. at it, and he just gives him the That's picture. That's a cool moment. I, I thought that was neat. Yeah, that was a good one. And also, a quick aside, I think it, so far, Christopher Reeve looks the most like comic book Superman in this one. Like, he, yeah, he fills out the suit the best in this one. Yes, he does. It. The suit also pops a little bit more. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, he saves the guy who's drowning and presumably not the bank robbers. Remember the bank robbers? There were bank robbers. Oh, no, they got away. He was too busy yeah. blowing the penguin. <laughs> yeah, because he, he, <laughs> he blows out a penguin that's on fire, yeah. you see. Uh, and then he saves <laughs> that and then he saves that guy uh, from, from drowning in his car in Main Street. Uh, and then... Uh, more slapstick happens because Lorelai is just, she's just walking down the street <laughs> causing more damage than Helen of fucking Troy with her beauty. I know, right? And uh, somebody else gets distracted uh, and it almost gets hit with a pie. So Clark grabs the pie and pies someone else into a face and the blind guy walks through a picture. And I was just, it's, it's at this moment. We're less than 15 minutes in, and I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to like this. <laughs> no shit. I don't. What the fuck? Was... Say what you will about, because, you know, the Salkins wanted to go campy. And Richard Lester, he was a comedy film director. That was his his uh, usual He made Hard Day's day. Night. Yeah. And uh, and other stuff. He, I and mean, Help. Help. That's it, yeah. He, he did other things, you know, and uh, so that was more his gear, and 
you know, say what you will about the 1966 uh, Batman William Dozier series. It was campy, but it wasn't this fucking campy. Like, it wasn't sticky. This is, uh... Mm, I think it's just also, like, tonally, it doesn't... It, it goes, like, uh, off the fucking deep end with it, and... I don't I don't think it just fits like this whole sequence, even if the jokes like some of them are mildly amusing. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know why any of this is here, really. Yeah. Why is this necessary? Why are we doing this in a Superman movie? I mean, it's well executed shtick, but it's yeah. not needed. It could be just cut out like this could be its own thing for a Gus Gorman comedy film. You know, it'd be like a, it's like a magnificent dick picture, like a well-produced, well-made pic, you know, picture of someone's dick. And it might be technically pro- proficient, but that doesn't mean I want it. That didn't land how I wanted to. Let's go to the computer <laughs> office. Much like a lot of jokes in this film. Yeah. Oh, well, plastics. Uh, so Gus is, is taking programming classes and, uh, I, I want to, uh, mention something that the programming instructor said, uh, cause the lady is like, Oh, I want to program on both the X and the Y axis. And he's Two like, bilaterals. No. And like the computers can't do that. And I was like, computers can't plot on a fucking grid system. No. Like X and Y. It can computers only, computers can you... do anything, but they can't think bilaterally. Uh-huh. They, and then, like, Gus just puts uh, X equals this, Y equals this, and the computer just does it. No one had ever thought to just ask the computer <laughs> to do it before. And he just puts it in such... Most of Gus's programming language is just like, fuck up Columbia Coffee <laughs> Supply. Enter. Done. It's I thought so computers... true. <laughs> These computers are amazing. They can, and they can also just synthesize kryptonite. Well, I nah, so, just put tar in it. <laughs> just fuck it. That's bad for you, I guess. We ain't gonna smoke it. <laughs> yeah, oh and God. just yeah, it's just that's just and like how did you do that? And Gus is like, I have no idea. I just asked. I just sharpened my pencil. <laughs> I was just I just sat here and I typed stuff into the computer. Yep, that's true. That's what he that's does. If you watch it, it that's, that's all he fucking, does. He's the greatest computer hacker ever because he just he just treats the computers real nice. He doesn't tell them to do things. He just asks politely, and the computer's like, "All right, we'll do it for Gus." Seventy five percent of success is just showing up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like what the fuck? Yeah, it, the computer instructor's like, "Oh well, fuck," uh, and then Gus just gets a job. Yeah. Because apparently he can do magic in front of a fucking computer. Literal fucking magic. Like black fucking magic. He can also design a supercomputer that can literally just become sentient. And oh my god, it's, he's amazing, Gus. I think he's, he's Mr. Mixelplug, actually. I, yeah, I thought he was just some sort of weird karmic pixie. Let's yeah. just say he's Mr. Mixelplug. Um... Yeah, so uh, now we get a picture. Jimmy, cock tease Jimmy Olsen with the latest oh, picture man. from a banquet. And this is <laughs> this is Ralph's Webster Grill. And then I took a whole bunch of pictures of this lady. She's really hot. She caused a whole bunch of shtick to happen on the banquet. 
Why aren't we writing about that? The lady guys caused wanna, mayhem with her shtick. Guys want to fuck her so hard they cause slapstick comedy. <laughs> you ever seen a set of cams create a pie in the face scenario? I have. <laughs> I took pictures of them. I can't believe we all made it out alive out of that banquet. I took pictures of them. I took blown up professional <laughs> pictures of them and I'm showing them to my boss. <laughs> And then Jackie Coogan's asked the honest to God real question, like, why? Why are you talking about <laughs> Why did you? You fucking creep. You're like, yeah, you this goddamn is... weirdo. Put on your pants and go out there and take some real pictures. I don't know why I sent you to this boring banquet and you give me these boring pictures of all of the antagonists of this movie and a whole bunch of perv upsh- upskirt shots of this one lady who got slapstick comedy with her pussy. <laughs> That's a bit too blue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's a newsman. He's, he's pretty blunt. It's true. They... they uh, <coughs> Yeah, so all of your favorite Daily Planet people are here looking at pictures and feeling very uncomfortable by Jimmy Olsen and his pictures. <laughs> More so than usual. Uh, yeah, they're like, this is the bad guy of this movie. This is the bad guy's six- sister. She's a battle axe of a woman. There, I've described <laughs> everything about her. That's, that's a good point, yeah. She even has the name of a battle axe, Vera. Yeah, like... Yeah, she's just a cold-hearted bitch that most people think's a man. There you go. That's everything you need to know about Vera. <laughs> and uh, here's uh, Lorelai. Pr- and... meet, meet the Princess Margaret of the Superman universe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is Lorelai, and her superpowers guys want to fuck her. And uh, there we go. We've uh, I... rounded out this whole thing. Qu- to be fair to the character of Lorelai, much smarter than she... Uh... Uh, I, she's yeah. deceptive. Uh, plays the plays the dumb blonde, but is Did actually see. very quite quite intelligent. Yes, <clears throat> we'll we'll get to to all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff happening at the Daily Planet today. There's Bingo Day. Perry White <laughs> himself has to get bingo numbers so that people <laughs> can go to South America for three and- weeks on a paid vacation. To Colombia, no less. Well, to first the well, what is it? The Caribbean, because that's where. No, Lois is going to Bermuda. Lois sees where the writing is on the wall, and she's leaving this movie and cannot <laughs> leave it fast enough. She's going to a much better movie. It sounds and she's, like she's going on an all-expense-paid vacation to the end of the fucking picture. So she doesn't. She doesn't win the thing. I thought she wins the thing. No, the two people that gets that like go in and like, oh, we're gonna sue you. And those are the people. Won, uh, I thought they won no, a they... whole different thing. No, Lois just was like, oh, we'll send you on vacation. Oh. That's it. Like it, it pains me to get, approve vacation, but now you get to go. You know, you did, you earned it. And she goes on vacation. That's why she's gone. This whole movie, she goes to Bermuda, and she holds up the bikini. Oh yeah. And Clark, uh, Clark is discussing how much he wants, like, yeah, Mr. White, if you could just uh, pay my expenses so that I can go home to a high school reunion. <laughs> reunion and write about it, we 
weirdly. I, I need to write an op-ed article. Why? Why the, who the fuck wants to read that shit? I was like, what? <laughs> what kind of fucking... This is the news, Kent. <laughs> this is major <laughs> metropolitan newspaper. <laughs> and I and I will give you that we send you to some stupid fucking locations to cover some stupid fucking things like Niagara Falls and the newlywed racket. <laughs> and we send our best reporter into death traps to cover them for an Out honest Concord. perspective. <laughs> but this is a bridge too far, Kent. All right, you can leave. Go back home to Kansas. <laughs> Wait, why is he asking? This should be a no problem for him. Uh, well, he needs to take Jimmy with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jimmy goes. That's right. I mean, he doesn't make it all the way to Kansas. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He breaks his leg. Not his I do third leg. Know. He breaks his I, second leg. I do want to know like what the timeline of this fucking movie is because lois is gone for the whole thing and a lot happens and she she does not cover any of it she says she is gone for three weeks so the events of this movie must take place over a course of a three-week period i would i would say Uh, that is both like okay and also real fast (laughs) yeah um, but yes, Clark is going to a high school reunion to talk about how people change. Can a metropolis, like a metropolitan man like Clark Kent, get along in the in the small town? And he even brought his high school sweater, which has a big S on it, mm-hmm. and gets all self-conscious. Well, everybody's looking at, at you when you got an S on your chest. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, I get that. Um... Yeah, so we're going back to back to Smallville, but first, uh, we get probably what this movie is most known for, uh, I would say. Uh, so, uh, Gus gets his first paycheck, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, they take taxes and they take all that, and actually, it's probably like a a guy explains to him, it's like it's probably fractions of the cent mm-hmm. they get taken out, and they go like computers know where they go, like nobody really figures it out, you know, it's. Uh, you know, it's yeah. just like office space. Yeah, like office space. Yeah. And uh, that gets Gus to thinking, you know, oh, half it's a like, cent, you say. Yeah, fractions of a penny. I could steal hmm. all this from Inatech, just like those guys in office space. Exactly. It's a good um, thing you watched office space. It's a good thing, yeah. Creating a circular loop. <laughs> It's an Ouroboros of, uh, you know, white-collar <laughs> crime. Snake eating its own tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, at the Smallville bus, Jimmy Olsen's is talking in depth about his family and how creeped yeah. out about them he is. Well, it also apparently is the person more boring than Clark Kent, because even Clark is bored by Jimmy. Oh, yeah. hey, Jimmy, isn't that a chemical fire in the horizon? Thank God. And, uh, yeah, they, they stop the bus, and Metal Gear Jimmy has to go take some photos. Mm. Cover me, Kent, while I sneak <laughs> in there. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Tactical photo- photography action. Um, yeah, but then Superman comes and saves the day. And, uh, well, try, like, there's a lot of things that Superman does to save the day. At first, everyone's like, oh, well, how's he going to get all these people off the roof? And, so uh, he just Super- rips a silo right off the top, and uh, they use it to slide down. 
Burning then, their bodies on the hot <laughs> chemicals inside. <laughs> Horrific burns from the smokestacks. Cause... But it's okay, Superman saved them. Yeah. Uh, and then he has to save Jimmy, because Jimmy uh, goes on a, a giant like fire thing, like fire ladder, ladder, and tries taking pictures of the fire. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, get off there. And Jimmy's like, hold on, i got to get these shots. And, and then, then he falls uh, and yeah. breaks his fibula. <laughs> yeah he does it's a clean That's break li- it's a clean break across his fibula and then yep. superman picks him up and walks Jimmy through the fire is... which yep. i thought this was pretty I, cool this shot. whole this whole sequence is very nice it's, it's very fun I, I gotta say superman does a lot of superman saving action in this movie and a lot mm-hmm. of it is actually pretty cool like and i will and... say probably the best use of heat vision i've seen on film so far in this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he also runs in, like, hey, you got to get out of here. And the guy's like, I got to monitor this acid. And like, well, what's up with this acid? Well, nothing, really. We just keep it all here. But if it gets really hot, it'll explode and cause a big cloud. raspberry jelly-themed cloud, cloud of death and destruction. eat through everything. It'll eat through your shoes. It'll eat through you. It'll eat through the roof. It'll eat through the sky. It'll eat through the ground. Fucking everything. Everything will be ate, and it's not in its consumption good evil the wicked <laughs> all will feel that's burning fury oh well i guess we gotta stop that yep okay well uh that sounds real bad uh i gotta fix uh, that so superman does superman well superman uh decides that uh well the firemen's water go out and they're like oh, oh yeah how will we ever get this? The nearest lake is five miles away. And I was like, why don't you use your frost vision or your fl- frost breath, Superman, and put out the fire? And then Superman flies away. And I'm like, but you have frost breath. So you can put out the fire. <laughs> he says, no, I got to do something way more cinematically impressive. Shut and up. He, and then he, he goes to the nearest lake, which is five miles away, you see. <laughs> and he, he blows on the lake. And creates ice on the top, and all the fish die. But that's okay, because he then picks up the water, the the frozen water of the lake, and then just drops it on the yeah. chemical plant, and uh, I guess it just makes it rain. Yeah, this is awesome. I I I, I love this though. Yeah, it's, I mean it is very like yeah, it's very no, Superman. I gotta say. It's some of the high points in the movie's favor is just like that and just making like, oh, the rain stopped and oh, man, we don't get blown up by this acid. There's so much water. It's completely stopped all the all the toxic fire. We don't have to deal with this anymore. Thanks, Superman. (laughs) I mean, man. Yeah, that's the day was saved and Clark Kent is free to go to the class of 1965 reunion. I have a couple questions. Okay. When does this movie take place? 1983. Who the fuck goes to an 18-year class reunion? (laughs) Well, the the poor folks of Smallville. The fucking weirdos of Smallville with the 18-year class reunion. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how class reunions work. I generally go on the decade. I mean, I haven't been to any of mine because I'm too cool for school. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um no, I I don't know. I mean meh. 
That's just weird. It is weird. weird. I just, it's just a reason. Like, why not? Because they mentioned in passing later that Ma Kent passed away. Yeah. Why not just I... make that the reason he comes back to Smallville? Oh, because then he wouldn't run into Lana or Brad. Why not? He could just hang out in town. Like, because well, it... when his dad died, <laughs> nobody showed up to the funeral. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> two yes, dudes did. Yes, two dudes and they no. were burying him <laughs> there were more than two dudes there, there was, was no like, one there there was a handful of people there there were two dudes outside the gate waiting to <laughs> no, bury him was. <laughs> it was you just saying that to be cruel now i'm looking this up <laughs> superman no one was there it was clark and his mom and they were there and then like two other people were like oh that's real bad mr Miss, uh, mrs kent and then they walk away and the other two dudes are waiting by the gate and like oh, i wish they'd wrap this shit up matlock's on <laughs> well, let's see uh two i'm counting at least at least two more people so another couple of people, aside from your two dudes. <laughs> okay. Oh. So he had at least somebody show up that wasn't <laughs> his immediate family. <laughs> oh, yes. How beloved he is. I hope when I die, four people show up to my funeral. I will ten know. of people. Thank you for arriving. I hope. I hope I have less people than I need to field a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to help. <laughs> that was funny. You can, yeah, with all the people there, they can make a JV basketball team. How beloved you were. Your impact upon the community was felt. I mean, honestly... The, with the amount of people at Jonathan Kent's funeral, they could commission the city council to have a JV basketball team. That's <laughs> the amount of people. They had so many fucking people, and oh. this town was Smallville was bigger than I thought. It has a grain elevator. It has and an airport. Like, it has an airport. <laughs> what? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, apparently, you can just book trips to metropolis <laughs> we go we can only do one flight to metropolis that's it because you yeah. the rest of the the rest of the plans is used for crops <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> i think the other half of the conversation was lady you want to take the fucking bus <laughs> you need to go to wichita <laughs> get the fucking why are you calling a whatever to, we'll take the money kansas city or something like yeah. what we got Cessnas. Do you want to <laughs> we got charter Cessnas. a plane? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Lana, though. We're going to meet Lana and Brad. I just, love, I just love the guy on the other end of the phone. just so confused. <laughs> it's just, I, how much charter are two tickets to Smallville? <laughs> we need two tickets to Smallville. We're out of Smallville to Metropolis tonight. <laughs> what? Do you know how this works? <laughs> You're just going to leave all your shit and just go? You have a house. <laughs> you have family. Uh, Come on, Ricky. Uh, I'm pulling you out of school. We're going to the big city. 
Let's get the anyway. fuck out of here. Brad's a creep. Yeah, that's that's it. You just leave so that you can stop being sexually harassed by what Wikipedia told me was her ex-husband. Okay. I didn't catch that, and also I was like, he doesn't... I might not have either. I just knew it was the same... From what I understood, it was the same Brad that we saw in the first movie. Yeah, it was just like, yep, I tell you, back at, I used to one state I could throw the football through these mountains. Yep, just clean through them. And that's just, that's Brad's whole character. Brad is that guy. You know yeah, Brad. Yeah, he peaked in high school. One of those Brads. Yeah, he's just, that's Brad. He's a dick. He just keeps mm-hmm. showing up in this movie. I don't know why either. I don't either. I don't know why a lot of things happen in this movie, to be honest with you. Uh, but Clark, dressed in his, in his best Indiana Jones 2 uh, tuxedo outfit, yeah, uh, gets Lana potato salad and and then dances with her. Uh, and uh, Clark Kent went to the, uh, uh, I'd call it the Urkel or the Commander Shepard School of Dance. Mm-hmm. He, he dances oh, yeah. like a like a total dirt, a total dork. A total um, dork. But that's okay, cause Earth Angels playing, and then that that that's the song that makes them to kiss. And if they can't dance, they can't kiss. And then if they can't kiss, then you know you never get out of 1985. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's, it's back a perfect to the future. Yeah, it's, it's the perfect song to fade out of existence into. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. 1965 class. Uh, anyway, enough of that shit. Gus gets paid. He sees his check. Oh, yeah, he got yeah. eighty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which Worked better uh, than he expected. Yeah, those so guys now, from Office Space should have forewarned him about this. Yeah, they catch him very quick, like for, super like, quick, like that day quick. Yeah. Well, he also gets a fucking new car that day quick as well. Well, he had $85,000, which apparently he can use to buy a Ferrari. Yeah, I just, that seemed very, uh, I mean, whatever, it's Superman World, whatever. But. Well, I think he would just be getting that every single week, because he was getting paid every week, so he was getting $85,000 on top of his normal salary. And yeah, they were right, man. Had he never said anything whatsoever, he probably could have just lived off of them forever, yeah. just making fractions of a cent for all of eternity but uh gus is an idiot and he buys a ferrari and they catch him just immediately just like his yeah because at first they don't know and then they immediately can tell when dude rolls up in a brand new car yeah giant ferrari doesn't even park in the spots he parks in the middle of the road yeah Uh, yep that guy totally did it yeah and making 125 dollars a week which I don't know what that is. I think that sounds pretty good for 1980s money, though. I mean, do we have an inflation calculator on hand? That actually might not be bad. Let's see what the 1983 inflation calculator says. That okay. might be a livable wage back then, right? Uh, so he makes a hundred, $123, they say, in 1983 oh. to today. $123 is worth $369 today. Oh, that's not that good at all. Well, a week? A week? You know? Yeah. It's doable. It's not terrible. I mean, yeah, I could say, you know, 
might you know might be uh might be possible but uh yeah i mean it's so definitely that... not gonna be like living the high life but and no yeah this is the only scene too where they catch him is the only scene where we uh ross talks to his old man that he keeps around everyone's got to have an old old man <laughs> yeah who has, who has the books Back in my day, we used to do all the books by hand. I remember when Benjamin Franklin used to teach me how to do the books himself. In the middle of an orgy, he would teach me. Is he Bane? (laughs) He might as well be. (laughs) I was trying to, what's, uh, who's the back to formula guy? What's his name? Oh, fuck. Wasn't it Ger- Gerald? No. No. Oh, well, I don't remember. Back to formula, man. Back to formula. <laughs> Back to formula! <laughs> <laughs> you remember five? Back in those days, the nickels used to have bees on them. Give me five <laughs> bees for a quarter, they'd say. Uh, yeah, and he talks about, like, oh, we'll never, you know, we can never catch him and uh, Ross like, oh, this is this is sneaky. He's never gonna get caught. And then, yeah, Rich Pryor pulls up in the Ferrari. They immediately catch him. Mm-hmm. You want to go bowling? The movie wants to go bowling. Yeah, let's go bowling. Lana has a son. His name's Ricky. He sucks at bowling. Probably because they <laughs> gave him a ball that's as big as he is. <laughs> he's a tiny. He's a tiny, tiny child. Take this thirty-pound ball, kid. Don't break your wrist. And they're like, they pick teams for bowling. Because uh, does funny. anyone pick? Who picks teams for bowling? Like you know, schoolyard style. Like <laughs> well, oh, we get. Of course you do in Smallville. That's just how you rolled, baby. Hey, <laughs> and and of course Brad's there because Brad has nothing to do except get thrashed at a bowling alley at eleven a.m. <laughs> watching know. children He's bowl. Horrible. What a <laughs> sad <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Sad motherfucker, like day drinking, like it really day drinking like hard. Like he looks thrashed, and it's not even noon. Yeah, he looks fucking gone, and he's just like, "Hey, Lana, I'll teach a kid how to bowl. Then I'll we'll show bang. how to be a bowling man." He just needs a man to teach him how to strip paint with his breath. <laughs> He just needs a man to teach him how to pass out on the sidewalk. <laughs> like a real man. Like vomiting. A big, in a, like an adult. <laughs> waking up hungover at 4 p.m. like a real man. <laughs> Brad sucks. Brad is the fucking worst. Brad is unnecessarily in this movie. Yeah. Nothing, again, nothing against the actor because he plays him well. But why are you here, Brad? Why is this necessary? Whatever. Yeah, and uh, he just, Ricky fucking rolls a gutter ball. And it's like, Clark's like, oh, no, he can get a spare. It'll be great. And uh, he has a kind of confrontation with Brad. And he's just like, what are you going to do, Kent? And he's like, no, I think the kid's got it. And uh, Clark sneezes and causes the bowling ball to fly into the pins and destroy them. Absolutely. So it looks like Ricky has just somehow developed superhuman strength. And they're going well, to have to have a serious conversation with the fucking bowling alley owner. Yeah, they got to replace those pins. That's going to cost also, a lot of money. Those things are expensive. 
Also, Ricky was in the way. Like, eh, how whatever. did... Like, he just sneezed and causes Ricky to fly into the fucking pins. <laughs> he, did, he did what those, uh, what the assassins and wanted did. He made, he made the ball curve he, with his He breath. curves, yeah. <laughs> uh, the sneeze Jimmy spare. Jimmy taught him how to curve the ball. Ooh, ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, they... <laughs> Inadvertently the dirtiest episode of this show. <laughs> And then I guess Clark had to develop a real sneezing fit to get it so that Ricky could keep bowling strikes. I know. Or just after that, they all had to leave. Um. Yeah. But, all right, kids, let's get out of here, real quick. Did you notice that when Clark's just in town, he's wearing his high school sweater that has the S on it, as though it is a cape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Anyway, Ross, the uh, Ross Weber, the Weber Grill, or Russ, Ross. They call him Bubba too. Which His is sister weird. calls him Bubba, but his name is Ross Webster. He is going to be playing Lex Luthor today. He's uh, going to be playing a cheap ass Lex Luthor today. Super, but I gotta say, to be fair, I actually he's really pretty like, good. I really like Robert Vaughn in this. Like he's really enjoyable to watch. Robert Vaughn has played this role in countless movies and there's a he's reason awesome. because he's very good at it. He's really good. I mean, I get to be absolutely fair. Like he's actually like, I was actually really glad whenever Ross was on screen. Is he's just, he's yeah, so it, just like just paper thin villainous, but he's just played so well that it works. Yeah. He's the stupid kind of evil. Like mm-hmm. it's just, He's already wealthy, but he just wants more for no reason. To Gus yeah. even, like, like, why do you want more? Like, what? Yeah, you already have everything. Uh, yeah, he come, He invites uh, Gus to his office, and they have a drink in a rotating bar. Like, mm-hmm. and then he gets, Gus gets stuck into it. Like, it's like a hidden wall bar kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, cool yeah, office. you know, I'm, I'm unbelievably wealthy. I don't even wear the same pair of socks twice. Like, what yeah. do you do with the socks? I don't know, they get reused, turn into mittens, turn into fucking this or that, and then Gus is like, well, how about socks? And Ross is like, I never thought of that before. You're a genius. (laughs) You should work on computers. Uh, But uh, he's not going to turn him in for the white-collar crime that he just did. Instead, of what he wants Gus to do, because he's magic, he did one. He made one fucking computer scheme, and now he can do whatever he wants with computers. That's how it works. See, he, he has a skills. scheme. He wants to, uh, to control the coffee market. Yeah, you see, they, there's this satellite up in the heavens, you see, put up there by the United States government, see? And if we <laughs> He's could... not a 1930s monster. <laughs> he, is, yeah, he is right see? now. <laughs> And if we got an, and and Gus, if you got enough moxie, you can tell that goddamn machine what to do. See, and then I'll <laughs> control the coffee, and then I'll control all the dames. Because apparently that motherfucker can control the weather. Yeah, well, see, how? They, how the fuck? Who the fuck? Why the fuck did they build that thing like that? Yeah, well, they bought they apparently the United States government made the Vulcan satellite, which is used to monitor the weather and because it can monitor the weather it, <laughs> it can, can also, also control the weather that's it's it's part of the bitchin science that the u.s government has access to and apparently this information is just 
casually dropped so people can know that. Mm-hmm. We have a weather doomsday device that could fuck up Columbia. And that's what I want you to do. <laughs> Just Columbia, Columbia, you see, he said, I love that he says that Columbia <laughs> has two exports and one of them is coffee. Doesn't say what the other one is. I think it's, it's rubber cocaine. ducks. Oh! Uh, I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, that makes way more sense. So, yeah, Gus is just says, like, oh, well, I got to go someplace, you know, where they'll never detect me. Because if you go to a small location, that's all the computers are interlinked. Um, interlinked, you see. Interlinked. And uh, I just got to go someplace tiny, teeny tiny, small, like Smallville. So Gus goes to Smallville to... To recap, because this is a stupid plot, Gus has now developed superpowers where he can control computers to make them do, I'm going to say right now, literal magic. I don't think that he developed, I think that he's just the one guy in this whole world that just figured out that if you just typed whatever you want into a computer, (laughs) they'll just do what you want. Yeah, just no like, one ever thought to think that far outside the fucking box before. I suppose. <clears throat> and Gus gets to Smallville, and they he actually runs into Clark, and he gets walks by a. Smashed. Yeah, he gets he gets a ball smashed, and he he goes out and uh, sees that there's a couple of suits, including one that looks in a way that I can only describe as plaid Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, there's blue a couple plaid. Colonel. There's a couple Colonel Sanders in this uh, movie, and he and he looks it over. Gus gives it a good look over, mm-hmm. and by God, that's the suit he wears. He's got to blend in with the local folk of Kansas. They still dress like that, by the way. Well, of course. <laughs> you go down to Kansas and you wear that plaid Colonel Sanders suit. People will know you're on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Uh so Clark eats dog food. This oh, so, yeah, they so <laughs> Yeah. Uh Clark and Lana and Ricky have a picnic in the weeds. Literally, this is the worst <laughs> spot the weeds. for Why? Why are you having you know when people have a picnic, they usually pick a spot that's a bit open. No, oh, they just uh, drove they just drove to a spot in the road, to the side of the road, just picked a spot in the fucking weeds. Who does off a that? wheat field. Just <laughs> why? Just off the like beaten path where they're actively harvesting wheat. Yeah. And then they're just like, Okay, Ricky, go play in the wheat field, but don't get lost. Take the dog with you. Uh, yeah, whatever you do, don't trip and fall in front of a combine harvester. Yeah, don't crack your fucking skull on a rock, Ricky. Uh Ricky I cracks. Will say, Ricky falls and cracks his head. He almost gets got by a combine harvester. He absolutely almost gets got by a combine harvester. But before that, we get to see more of the chemistry between Clark and Lana. And I got, I do, I really like their uh, interaction and their chemistry in the in the movie. I think it's a high point for me. And Ned O'Toole's mm-hmm. really good as Lana Lang. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Like, yeah. Like I like the I like Lana her and I like Clark and Lana way more than Clark and Lois honestly. Yeah, they honestly feel like they mesh more. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's it's neat about how this movie kind of codified a few things about Lana Lang in the comics, uh, 
after this because usually like she was just kind of a lois lane ripoff just for superboy yeah the high school lois who later became a tv reporter but this like later just kind of developed having the oh no she was the small town sweetheart who liked clark more than superman but who always you know knew his secret identity and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so yeah uh Really good. Yeah, like, I really... Annette O'Toole, Annette O'Toole is a highlight in this movie. Yeah, Clark's like, oh, we got uh, this this uh, viscous fluid inside of a jar, and this yeah. this fluid in a jar, yeah, and, and pate. Shit. Pate. Oh, my God, I love... <laughs> and yeah, he eats it, and Lana's like, Clark, that's dog food. And I like how he actually plays it off all cool, like, oh, hey, that dog food's pretty good. What is it? Yeah. Uh, which... <laughs> But yeah, Ricky chases after a dog into the middle of a wheat field, which I guess isn't that hard when you're in the tall grass as you are. Yeah, not even like 10 feet away from where they're actively harvesting. And uh, Superman has to run out behind a fence and save the day, like save Ricky by stopping the harvester with his bare hands. Yeah, so he fucks up the harvester. Hick behind the thing. It's like, oh. I didn't see you I almost there. ran over. I almost ran over a boy. Well, that wouldn't have been good. You can't harvest a boy. Not like that. <laughs> uh, Superman talks to Ricky and Lotta, who are just completely oblivious to, like, oh, why were you here in Kansas, yeah. Superman? And You're everywhere, like, <laughs> Superman. And he's like, yeah, I'm just wherever I'm needed. Then he flies off and then. They're like, Clark, Clark, you gotta come see Superman fly away. Then he walks out of the little pipe there, drain pipe, and uh, was like, I found the dog Sprocket. And they were He's like, right here. Yeah, found him. And they're like, you should have seen him. Superman was here. And Clark just shrugs him off like, well, I live in Metropolis. I see weird shit every day of the week. Yeah, I saw a shtick that uh, <laughs> arised from a woman being very beautiful. Yeah, the modern day Helen of Troy, I'd say. I'd say it's more of a micro Helen. That's the amount of beauty that it takes to to set sail a single ship. <laughs> uh, so, Gus goes to the one place that has the computer in all of Kansas, the Wheat King. Yep. And uh, he shows up in his best Colonel Sanders '70s outfit and uh, knocks on the door, where of course Doug is working, and he's got to install this. At that's it. I, why do I call him Doug? Because uh, he looks like a Doug. He does. It's Brad. I, I put down Doug, and I was like, I know it's Brad. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, he's, he's installing a bar. And, uh, you know, Gus's plan relied on a lot of key things to happen to work. And he's glad that Brad, who's a total lush, uh, will let him into the, to the Wheat King factory so that he can wear a giant cowboy hat and they can get sloshed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you found a giant hat, you see. It's a giant cowboy hat. A gigantic cowboy hat. It's like a Turd Ferguson-style cowboy hat. <laughs> it really is. It's crazy. It, yeah, and they get drunk, and uh, it's like, yeah, Singapore sling needs more vodka. And gives him more vodka. He's like, you just don't pass out, do you? And he's like, nope. And then he falls backward, cracks his skull, and passes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I didn't get drunk at all. I'm going to go hack the computers. And uh, the Wheat King in Kansas has the most secure 
fucking setup I've Two ever keys. seen. It's like it's for like, <laughs> what the fuck are they guarding there at the Wheat King? Missiles? The, the, the nuclear secrets of Smallville, Kansas. Like, what the fuck? You have two it, simultaneous and keys. instructions. You have to put key A and key B in at the same time. Right there. It's underlined. Yeah, which is good because both keys are there. Because nobody's going to break. Two people can't break in at the same time. No. Yes. But there aren't two thieves in Smallville. No. It's a honest, hardworking folk. So, uh. Uh, Gus has to take Brad, drag his happy ass over to create a contraption wherein he move like moves a rope and moves Brad's arm so he plugs in the key, as opposed to my plan, which would have been to move the terminal closer so that I could have plugged in both. Well, you're not a computer genius, genius like Gus yeah. Gorman. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, we get more shtick. Yay computers as magic so as gus is doing all of these things with the computers he causes uh what is he 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 fucks up some crosswalks and then the yeah. cr the people in the crosswalks is like red and then green and then he hacks it so that the green walk sign climb or the red don't walk climbs up and fights the walk sign yeah it's pretty crazy and like with computers because they're magic what else does he do there's so much like he causes an atm to oh, just yeah, spit out money shitting out money for a guy who and it's fish thing. cop yeah it's fish cop there's we see this a, a few times throughout we see uh <laughs> fish cop the cop who uh shoots general zod with a shotgun He's the guy getting all the money and stuffing it down his pants. Previously, outside the chemical plant, we saw the uh, uh, NASA operator guy uh, from uh, Houston. Artemis, that guy. He was the cop uh, talking to the bus. Who else? Did we see the hot dog diner waitress lady yet? Yeah, they. I think they've won their thing. And uh, we see that Jimmy uh, is... He is in a cast, and then he takes pictures, and then he's never seen in the movie again. No, no, he has to heal up. He has to prep himself for cock teasing. <laughs> I broke myself, but soon I'll break you, <laughs> <Yeah>. Superman. <laughs> my leg might be broken, but my spirit is not. Oh, everything, uh, the leg is the only thing below the brace that's broken if you catch my drift, oh, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's gross. Uh, yeah, money just shoots out of the fucking crosswalk, or money shoots out the ATM. Uh, he causes Bloomingtons to just create a whole bunch of fictitious, uh, invoices, which causes a man to hit his wife with a grapefruit in the mm -hmm. face. Yep, I feel like that's a James Cagney reference. I just, did this all happen instantaneously? I guess so. I get he he's that drunk and he moves that fast. That's how genius works. And then he hacks the weather satellite so that Columbia has a very bad day. A <laughs> real real bad day. Yeah, and uh so yeah, he the our, the Vulcan satellite is used to control the weather cuz it can do The Vulcan satellite can actually be used to do uh, whatever the fuck the plot needs it to do at oh, any given man. point they in just, time. They fucking... Things built to last. They can do whatever they need it to do. Yep, so... 
meanwhile, at the top of the whatever the fuck building, uh, you know, Bubba is skiing down and laughing <laughs> over his victory. Yes, I control the coffee. I'm Maxwell House now. <laughs> Look at me, Folgers. Look at me and weep. It's my power. <laughs> my power over Java. As far as the eye can see, when the when the oil when the coffee flows, it will be Webster coffee. I will gain down vengeance with cream and sugar. Oh, like this fucking trading spaces ass it, plot. Why does every <laughs> Superman movie hinge on these weird corporate land schemes? Like why is it there's nothing? No, nothing fantastical enough. We have to go blue collar crime. You know, the only thing that I have to say is at least there's no nukes. I guess it's the only one. Yeah, that's true. Well, Superman Returns doesn't have a nuke in it. That's true. I guess that one does count. But like of these first four, yeah, no nukes. Yeah, this is a nucleus Superman. Yeah, but they're looking over and, and the news is just like, yeah, Columbia's fucked today as the hot coffee <laughs> harvest is just, it's going to go all Ruined tits up. For five cocaine. years, absolutely downhill from here. The cocaine market shot sky high as everybody needed to chill out. And then he shuts off the, the screen and starts laughing maniacally like he's a Captain Planet villain, which I guess he kind of is. <laughs> he kind of is. I, oh, man, it's a double-edged sword because fuck Robert Vaughn's so enjoyable to watch. He just makes it fun. I can't help he it. Does. I can't, and I he does. And he know, has an office building like fucking David Xanatos and Gargoyles with that ski slope on top of this yeah, which is, Webster Tower, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Where Lorelai uh, keeps her hot fucking shack. Yeah, Lorelai <laughs> keeps her fuck shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she lives in the ski slopes that I, that uh, don't have, like, a catch, so you can just slide all the <laughs> way down off the building. Oh, my God. It's fine. You'll live. <laughs> you'll be okay. If you're a genius like Gus Gorman, you'll find a Use way. Use computers to hack gravity. <laughs> Use computers to hack your death. That's why I think he's Mister Mixelplex because he's just. That's. Yeah, that would see that would be great. Also, it'd be cool if he was like. You know, the other problem that I have is this: like, I do like Robert Vaughn as uh, as Weber, but there are like a billion evil businessmen in DC Comics that this could have been. Well, Lex Luthor wasn't even an evil businessman yet. No, but I'm not even talking about him. Like, who's the guy with the... Fuck, what was his name? Simon Stagg. It... Yeah, Simon Stagg. He could have been fucking Simon Stagg. Yeah, he could have been Simon Stagg. I mean, who else was there? Maxwell Lord. He could have been Maxwell Lord. I, I don't think he was evil yet. Oh, yeah, um, I guess that's... We got to keep in mind 83, so who else we got? There's a bunch, though. We could find somebody. Morgan Edge. Make him Morgan Edge. I mean, there is a ton of evil comic book businessmen. Well, Morgan Edge even fits, too, because he's a criminal businessman from Superman, so... Yeah. There we go. Boom. But... Nope. We gotta just have Ross Bubba Webster and his sister Vera. Who just sucks the joy out of any scene (laughs) that she's in. Yeah. 
Like she's just such a one note shitty character that we've just been skipping over well, her, all of her because she's no. Well, her one her the one trait she has is to just be unpleasant. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's that's it. And people joke that she looks like a man. Yeah. There we go. We've uh, we've described <laughs> Vera. She's covered it. And um, yeah, but then it's the. Uh, Gus comes in and like, this was not my fault. I could not have accounted for Superman. The plan was perfect otherwise. And he's like, what do you mean? We won. And he's like, you didn't watch it on the TV. You came in like this. And Russ and Gus takes the tablecloth out of the table. And he's like, flies around. And he did all this. And like, as he's describing everything he did, we see it. Like he used his heat vision to like evaporate all of the rain and stop the floods. And he inverted a cyclone. Um, which honestly, this kind of stuff, I abs- like. Yeah, I'm cool it, with this stuff. This is fine. This, especially if it's all like in my head, Cadden. This is all just working, kind of like an Ant Man scenario, where Gus is just describing exactly what Superman did with embellishments. But sure. Thus, the day is saved. Superman has stopped, uh, has, has rescued the Colombian coffee market. Thank God. Yay. But uh, no, we gotta we gotta think of something else to stop the Superman so that I can get my hand on another commodity. Once I failed at coffee, there's no coming back. But oil—that's mm-hmm. what I need. That's what the world runs on. Oil. Oh, I was like Duncan. Is he gonna take Dunkin' Donuts? America yeah. runs on Dunkin', bro. It does. But uh, yeah, we we gotta make the kryptonite. I remember reading something about that in an interview. He said. Yes, Superman just described his entire weakness. <laughs> yeah. He's so He honest. published it. Lois yeah, well, published you gotta... it. They felt that was <laughs> necessary to print. Well, yeah. Well, I guess they didn't know him yet. All he did was just save a helicopter. Well, and a bunch of other shit that first day. Well, he didn't know that kryptonite was harmful then because he wouldn't have encountered it Oh my it god, yet. yes, that's true. So fucking afterward... He... Lois published he, a fucking article about it, obviously. Something, yeah. Huh. And, uh... So, yeah, well, how do we get our hands on kryptonite? We'll just make it. Yeah. We'll just shoot that laser. That laser will just scan the whole fucking universe. Yeah, we'll, we'll just take the, uh... The Vulcan satellite that's made for weather and point it out in space to where Krypton was because Superman relayed the exact location of Krypton. And then that will allow us to scan the sky for the chemical composition of kryptonite. Yep. This is something that actually happens in this movie. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It doesn't, uh require a lot of thought to make it work uh and then um gus just hacks the satellite again at his office because fucking he ain't destroying columbia why go to smallville <laughs> and uh yeah they come up with the you know it's like sugar spice everything nice chemical x and he's like fuck what's chemical x uh tar it's yeah, tar. he's like looking at his smoking cigarette. He's smoking a cigarette, and he looks at the camel packet, and it's like low tar. And he's like, "Tar is fucking bad for everybody. It should be bad for Kryptonians." So he just puts tar, five percent tar. What kind of tar, Gus? <laughs> like... Tar, you know, fucking bog standard tar. 
on the uh, tourists, by the way. That uh, I didn't mention the tourists, but uh, there's a whole bit. They get uh, a church falls on them, and they get injured, and then they go back to Perry White. Like, we want to sue you for sending us to Columbia. And then Columbia had a natural disaster. And like, I'm like, that's not That's not something you can how... sue them for. And you can't even take that to the Supreme Court. That's not how that works. That's They don't take they totally, those kind of cases. I mean, they throw that case out because, like, he has a point about it being an act of God, essentially. Yeah, it's just, sorry, man. Uh, I don't care if a satellite yeah, then, did it or not. It's not Perry White's fucking fault. But then Lana calls Clark and just like, hey, can can you bring Superman to Ricky's basement? What Ricky's a dickhole birthday? Ricky is because Ricky's like, oh, my God, Superman's going to come over to my house on Wednesday for my birthday party, everybody. And Lana feels the need to call Clark Kent and be like, hey, Clark, since you know Superman, since you have, like, a Peter Parker Spider-Man relationship with Superman. <laughs> you can, can you just, just have him fly on by? Swing on over, you know, make a fucking personal appearance like he's a goddamn Ghostbuster at my kid's birthday you know. party. And, uh... Yeah, it's okay. We'll have a whole... We'll give you a key to the city. Well, they don't even know that part yet. It's like... It's like, yeah, I, I, yeah, sure. I don't know why he sounds like George, but... He's like, yeah, sure, a lot. I'll, uh, I'll talk to talk it over with them. <sighs> yeah, and then he has a fucking... They like have a whole a, thing. Yeah, a whole thing. The, town, the entire town shows up, and they give him a key to the city, because they're like... We want to thank you for what did he do aside from saving Ricky? He did something else. And saving the chemical plant. Yeah, I guess that was in Kansas. So for saving the people of the chemical plant, saving little Ricky from his own stupid, uh, just blatant stupidity. We're gonna. I fell asleep in a. <laughs> I fell asleep in a wheat field. <laughs> he didn't fall asleep. He tripped on a rock. I almost went to the big sleep. I can't bowl. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, when, after Superman drops him in front of Lana, he has, like, a little, like, a blood dribble on the side of his head. So, like, he needs to see a doctor. Stuff might not be right. He might be a little bit concussed, Lana. This is 1980s. Concussions weren't bad until the 2000s. That's true. I don't remember my dad. <laughs> Neither does Ricky. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but just then, Gus and Vera come coming in with a fucking jeep dressed as gus is dressed as a general and uh talks about chemicals i didn't like this bit no this is uh, a little bit too much shtick and he hands the the kryptonite over to to superman and it doesn't work yep does absolutely nothing at first, yeah. but it makes Superman a giant asshole. <laughs> it makes him not even really evil, just kind of a dick. Yeah, I love that at his most evil, Superman's most evil tendencies are kind of petty acts of vandalism. <laughs> I know. It's like not even really like, not even super evil. Like, he's like, I'm it's not going to just... maim civilians. No. I'm going to, like, what, blow out the torch of the Olympics? I'm going to, like... I'm going to fix the, the leading tower, tower of Pisa. Pisa. I love that bit, by the way. That, of all of the bits, that those two might be my favorites. Um, and uh, I'm just, you know, normal evil Superman just stuff. General, just general dickery. I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to have just... I'm just going to fornicate and fuck around. 
I guess, well, I guess his biggest, most dickish thing was causing a big oil spill. Yeah, well, and this is so stupid. Okay. So, they're like, oh, wow, Superman must be evil now. The bad guys all get around and they, they figure that out. Like, oh, he's evil. Well, how do we get him to, we're going to cause an oil crisis. Gus, hack all these computers so that all of the ships go meet in one spot and don't deliver the oil, thus causing an oil crisis where I'll make money. And one tanker is just like, no, we're going to Metropolis. The fucking, the, we have a fucking job to do. I don't yeah. care what the fucking computer says. We're going to Metropolis. Yeah. And so they're like, this will not do. One oil, one oil boat will supply the whole nation forever. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lorelai. Why do we even have multiple boats? We just need the one. Whatever. Just the, just... <laughs> just the one boat. Yeah. And uh, one tanker will supply the, all of it. We just used much less oil back in 1983, believe me. Lorelai, dress in your skimpiest red dress and go up on the Statue of Liberty. We need you to fucking woo Superman. Yep. He's evil now, so he'll want a bone. <laughs> and he'll want a bone so much that he'll be persuaded, even though he's evil, into fucking up an oil tanker for us. I mean, even though he's evil, that's kind of fair. Of like, hey, will you just do this for me? I promise that we'll just, you can just fall onto me in bed. And Superman's like, yeah, totally. I'm onto that. Yes, so, um, yeah, she, I need you to move one little oil tanker. <laughs> I don't know why she has this accent. She has like the like the really high-pitched like yeah uh how i would describe it as a santa baby like one of those like yeah. really high like i don't like any part of the way that you talk <laughs> yeah i know right yeah and it's obviously uh, a put on voice mm-hmm. and it's superman's like well you're really hot sure i don't know why you got on the statue of liberty to get me to move an oil tanker <laughs> but why not i don't care yeah yeah, I don't save people anymore. I fuck up oil tankers. <laughs> it's a lateral transition. With... All right. I have a massive hangover. You're the oil tanker. Huzzah! All right. Well, that's done. Yeah. All right. Now I, go I'm, off to a, I'm off to a ski slope in the sky. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's and just he's like, uh, and then he like sees Lorelai, and she's all dressed in like a what is it a white kind of red? I thought it was red. Just... The red was on top of the Statue of Liberty, and the shack is something different. Oh okay. Um, I can't. Remember, I, I but I'd already checked out. Of, like yeah, evil, Sup evil Superman like kisses her, and then they fall in, and you know, evil Superman's like, "I'm gonna stick the landing." He stuck the landing. <laughs> And thus, a gas crisis is born. <laughs> thus, again, just normal. Not the parasite, not Brainiac, not the not, nobody. No, fucking a gas crisis, a coffee. Fucking you know what's better than Toy Maker? Gas crisis. Oh man, I mean, honestly, Toy Man would be really good as opposed and to like, all this shit. Anyone would have been better yeah. than all of this shit. Uh, yeah, we see people. Uh, just like, hey, you cut in line for the gas. You can only have two gallons of gas, which, I don't know, those 70s cars, what's that, like 300 feet? Uh, and that, 
and then they get into a fight and it's like someone's gotta help my husband and the people in the the gas station are just like yeah that's that fifth fight today people Mm -hmm. love the gasoline if only there was we haven't seen stuff like this since jimmy Carter was president and uh gus is also there and he's just like oh no is what i've been doing evil evil am i the bad guy Huh. Gus gets away. I'm gonna just take a stop right here and okay. say Gus gets away with uh Everything? some karma Houdini bullshit. Well he's a he's a genius, Devin. He stole eighty five thousand dollars from his employer, and even though that employer is in fact an asshole, <laughs> that's still st- stealing. Yeah. Stealing from an asshole is still theft. He creates uh, with things that he made from a fucking cocktail napkin, a series of cocktail napkins and, and bubblegum. Bubblegum wrappers and cigarette cartons. Uh, a supercomputer, which we will come to find out gains sentience and almost takes over all of humanity. Mm-hmm. That was his creation. Yeah. He did that. He did. And he... he Fucked up Columbia. They fixed it. They came out okay in the end. And he's just fucking, yeah, okay, well, here's a job at a coal plant. Well, see you later. Well, he doesn't even take the job at the coal plant. He goes to the bus station. Yeah, I know. He's off to, yeah. Never be seen or heard from again. Yeah, I was going to say, like, personally, I thought, like, uh, this is, I, I, I was like, man, this would have been better if he would have been Brainiac. I, I would have loved had he just turned into the bad guy the whole time and just been like, nope, I'm actually... You're, you expect too much from the Salkins and the Newmans. <sighs> yeah, Gary? <laughs> no, the people that wrote the movie. David oh! Newman. What? Him worry? <laughs> Alfred? Alfred E? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Newman? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Where are we at? Say it. Oh, uh, Brad's calling Lana. Oh. Like, hey, babe, don't you love the way that I get drunk at five in the that? <laughs> You're pretty. And she's like, Brad, you need to you need to stop talking to me. I, I'm really not interested. Yeah, but if I talk to you another five more times, you might be interested. It's that one time that I need, honey. Remember when I was in football? <laughs> like, Brad. all right, that's it. We're going to Metropolis. Yep. <laughs> Calling the Smallville Airport. I am tired of this shit. <laughs> We're leaving. We are done. And, uh, yeah, she goes to Metropolis and Superman is day drinking. Mm-hmm. Just at a bar. And people are just all like, man, it's Superman. He's getting sloshed at this bar yeah and he's drinking johnny walker red and he takes out the peanuts and he just starts flinging them at the bar and breaking all the bar the that bottles like i actually love this whole little sequence where like he has the whole evil like breaking the bar and then he heat visions the mirror because he can't stand to look at himself mm-hmm. and uh ricky comes up like superman you're better than this and Superman runs, but Superman runs like kind of a weenie. Like with his cape, it's just like. like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dick. 
<laughs> you don't know why I'm such an asshole. Uh, stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Uh, this is where I'd point out that uh, Superman's, this kind of uh, kryptonite, uh, it's weird that they didn't just dye it red, um, which is what I would have done, because this is very similar to red kryptonite. Kind of, yeah. But um, but it's got tar in it, you see. The, the tar makes it green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is also where I'd say, like, this isn't even the dumbest use of kryptonite. And I'd be like, Dayton, what is the other dumb use of kryptonite? <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> this kind of kryptonite makes animals turn into Superman. Oh, God, I can't remember which one that was. There's a lot. I think it's orange. Yeah, it might be orange. Pink kryptonite makes him gay. Yep. Um, and, um, there's like one cool that depowers ones. him for a day. There's one that turns other people into Superman for a day. I think. Yeah, there's a whole. I don't have all of them down encyclopedically in my head, but like usually you got the green kryptonite, which will weaken a Kryptonian. Red kryptonite turns them evil essentially or warps their personality. Blue kryptonite will temporarily remove their powers if i remember uh correctly gold kryptonite i think gold kryptonite gives humans superpowers like a kryptonian yeah there's a whole there's a whole bunch it's cool i love i loved one of those aspects of it though that there's different flavors of kryptonite Mm -hmm. um so yeah he drunk sad superman goes to a uh, junkyard clears head mm. and he he shouts at the heavens and everyone else is like we need to get the fuck out of here and he, and he uh has a piece splits into two person like there's drunk evil superman and clark, there's clark kent. kent and it's on and yeah it, it's it's on and uh he just kicks the shit out of clark He's like, I can give as good as I can get. And then he gets heat raised. <laughs> yeah, thrown into a conveyor belt and smashed into a compactor. And uh, gets th- uh, Superman gets drunk. Superman gets thrown into acid. Mm-hmm. and uh, But then Kent gets thrown into the trash compactor. Uh, and then hit with one of those big magnets yep. that you'd use. At a c- yep, after, after he tries to... Uh, uh, stop evil drunk superman with his with his great tires. tires his greatest nemesis strong yeah. rubber yeah no, just, you best watch out <laughs> like <laughs> tires god. tires are fucking destructible god clark you are a weenie <laughs> fucking and uh so and then eventually after he gets clark Kent gets thrown Th- on the conveyor belt and superman evil superman grabs his glasses crushes them we see the compactors start to shake rattle and roll and then fucking clark bursts out and just oh yeah yeah and then he just strangles the bastard strangles him. <laughs> just fucking strangles him <laughs> he just fucking just strangles the Chokes life the out of that motherfucker and eventually evil superman I... disappears and clark Kent feels like he has cathartically murdered his evil dark self and uh yeah and then he you know, un- unbuttons the the shirt, and then he's wearing the Superman costume, but it's not all dingy and gross like it was when he was yeah. fucking drunk, terrible Superman. <laughs> it's all bright and prim, and I I like the idea. I of do this too. Whole scene. I I like it as well. It's uh, not 
I understand why Not it's iconic. Good. I get why it's iconic because we like get to see Chris Reeve have a bit more range as Superman, doing a bit more stuff. Because I actually think Chris Reeve is at his best. At, like I actually can't find any fault with his performance in this. No, actually, in all of them, I think he is really good. Yeah. It's just he's working with the material. Yeah, exactly, he's a damn yeah. fine actor. Yeah, but um, I mean, just even in the with the material given, his Clark Kent in this, and even his Superman in this, they're really pretty well on point. It's just everything else around. Like I just wish, because he almost feels like he's not even really in his own movie. It feels mm-hmm. like Richard Pryor, like Gus Gorman, starring in Superman Three. Yeah, and I don't... Yeah, that's the big problem with it. And, like, I would have liked had they talked a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, normally, you know, with between the two sides, and even if it was, like, metaphorically fighting, but even if the Superman, drunk Superman, was, like, talking about how, like, Clark always holds him back or something, you know, mm-hmm. like... And, and this is where I'll say it. I think there is a good movie somewhere in Superman 3. I, I do, think that too. this idea... The bones are good. Yeah, I you think could make this good. There's the DNA of something really solid here with the Brainiac, with Clark Kent going back to Smallville. Maybe eat, like if you could figure out an angle with Gus, maybe with Gus. Um, it's just it's so over. It's so up, unevenly cooked with too much camp and humor and not enough actual fucking supermanness. Yeah, unnecessarily slapstick heavy. Yeah, just too much. Like you listen for superhero movies, you need a little bit of camp and you need a little bit of humor. That's kind of just caked into it. It's it's part oh, of the, part I'm of the not... DNA, you know. So the whole thing is silly. Yeah, I know whole, that the whole concept is ridiculous. So we just gotta, you know, but uh, it it's something that has to be balanced out. You can't, you know, it's like cooking. You can't put too much fucking cumin in an apple pie. Yeah. Get what I'm saying, That's, dog? I, yeah. <laughs> I hate when I have too much cumin in my apple pie. <laughs> I don't know why I picked those two things, but the point stands. Think... <laughs> <laughs> and he flies off. And he's like, oh, shit. And he, he wakes up from a massive hangover and like, oh, my God, did I do that? And he fixes the tanker. And the guy at the tanker, like, waves, yeah. like, thanks, Superman, as though he didn't just fuck, fuck up his tanker. Oh, but that's the shot, though. So far in all of these, this set of Superman movies, best use of heat vision that I've seen in these films. Where he actually yeah, he, heat he, visions and, see, like, connects it together like it looks like it's from the comics i gotta give it credit well because he he doesn't he like blow all of the oil back yeah. into the tanker yeah he basically just uses his super breath to like because f- uh, nobody had done anything with it fucking four fucking days so <laughs> no it was just well we have a big hole in the ship <laughs> we should, <laughs> don't know what we do <laughs> fuck it is that bad let's play golf everybody like fuck. <laughs> well there was no oil. They were they were the the whole world was depending on them to get to Metropolis. <laughs> it's one ship. Oh god. All of it. All of the other ships were having a big powwow in the middle of the fucking Atlantic. <laughs> Why are we here? I don't know. Why did we listen? The computer said. Computer said we had to be here. So Plumbing here Mariana's st- trench. <laughs> so here we stay. 
What the fuck, guys? <laughs> Nobody has uh, any. Oh god. Anyway, everyone's everyone's holding the idiot ball real hard. Oh my god, they don't want to let go. They're holding on for dear life. They're like, okay, well now that I fixed this tanker, I need to go meet up with uh, that hussy who told me to break the tanker. She's obviously involved in all of this. <laughs> yeah. It's cra- and it's crazy that he makes that connection because when he sees her lady, he's like. When he sees her later, he's like, I don't know you, lady. Yeah. Or, like, that guy's not around anymore. Like, which... what? Uh, well, I'm going to get to that. But, yeah, he goes to the the Shea, like, ski lounge place, and then he's like, looking for her? Well, she's at the Grand Canyon with all of us, and we're building an evil supercomputer, and there's nothing you can do to stop us, Superman. And I was like... Why the fuck did you guys do any of that? Yeah, why did, well, also, why again, why is he here? He doesn't know. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, why are you telling? Whatever. <laughs> it's just... This movie is built on contrivance. It really is. Like, <sighs> Yeah, so the Grand Canyon supercomputer is what I'll call it. Yep. Uh, all of the villains are dressed in stark white for the desert. And they're like, oh, you can take this balloon down. And uh, Gus is like, no, I don't believe a man can fly. He takes a donkey down. Yeah, I believe a man can donkey. And, uh, yeah, they get in. The other three bad guys get in, and it's a computer that can do anything. Anything. It looks like, it looks a bit like the atomic pile from the Batcave from Batman 66. Did you notice that? Yeah, it had a very distinct kind of thing. Uh, yeah, this computer will do whatever we want it to do. Yep. Grand canyon yak. Then the sister tries to use the computer, like, I've learned, I know enough about computers to fill a whole doctrine. They're like, I was like, really? When did you ever display any of this? When was this set up? Why can you do that? Yeah. What? Well, apparently, oh, whatever. It's just anybody can do whatever with computers so long as you have a thinking brain. Just ask nicely. Yeah, just be polite. It works all the time. Hey, would you kindly shoot off all the nuclear missiles? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Absolutely. You're a (laughs) darling. Fuck off. Like, uh, so she does, and we get a sequence that turns into a video game Mm -hmm. as our evil businessman is playing some Atari-ass shit and shooting missiles at Superman. Yep. Who has a, so who has can, a score, which apparently denotes his health, because they are aware of that as well. I was like, where, where are they coming up with these numbers? Because some of them miss Superman entirely, and they're like 100 points. And I'm like, they're stroking his ego. They're... Um, this is also that they can shoot an even bigger missile at Superman mm-hmm. that looks like kind of an evil jet. It looks like a fucking Cylon is what it looks like. It's like yeah. It's huge. It's huge. And it doesn't even look, it doesn't really look like a missile so much less like it looks like a, a space shuttle without any wings or fins. Yeah. Yeah. With a Cylon face. And it, and it hits him and they're like, oh, we got him. But then Superman comes in and, you know. Yep, that's me. And she's like, oh, it's Superman. It's you. Remember when we had that thing in the shade? It's like, no, that wasn't me, honey. That was some other guy. He's dead. Uh, I choked him. I choked him out. Choked that bastard to death with his own two hands. And I was kind of like, oh, man, you know what would be neat that they'll never do. But, like, there's a whole, 
story there about the bastard son of Superman. Oh, totally. It could have been so much better if, like, in, in Superman Returns, if they had worked with... I mean, they didn't because, you know, nobody ever wants the Superman 3 or 4 to be canon anywhere. But, yeah, theoretically. That just... It's the bastard son of Superman, and you could, like, a whole thing. I'm not saying, you know, make a whole, like... You know, I'd, I'd read five issues of it. Oh, you mean, like, anywhere else? Yeah, just... You know, there's a yeah. concept there. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure they've done that somewhere. And then they're like, oh, let's hit Superman with the invisible shield, which is another fucking this plastic is bubble. fucking stupid. So they're like... They hit him with this fucking plastic bubble, and he's just bumping around in there. And they're like, just... he, he he can't breathe. He doesn't need, he needs air. And I was just like, this man flies in space. He literally does not need air. At all. Why is he struggling? Why is this taking you so long? What? Oh, man. And he's just like a boy in a bubble. Yeah. So... Fucking like Jake Gyllenhaal bouncing around. <laughs> I was <laughs> They fucking shoot this, the heat vision, it gets out, and they're like, oh, well. And they're like, oh, well, that doesn't work. How about the kryptonite ray? And I'm like, why didn't you lead with kryptonite ray? Yeah. If you why had you that, the... why did you use the bubble? Why? Oh, fuck. Whatever. Uh, oh, well, they didn't want the dot-com bubble to burst. Ha. Huh. Thank you. And the kryptonite ray happens, and they're like, uh, Gus is there, and he's like, oh, man, you're killing Superman. Am I the bad guy? Am I? And he's am like, I? oh, let me take out this one screw. It powers the computer, and then he eats it. Uh-huh. And he punches out uh, Bubba, <laughs> and uh, thus the day is saved, except the computer becomes self-aware and does not want to die. No. Hal has awoken. He's gained sentience, and with that sentience is a desire for electricity. Yeah, it needs power. And uh, it kicks back on and blacks out the entire metropolis, everything. Yeah. And computers is magic, yo. Yeah, would have been so much cooler if it was Brainiac. And then it, uh, then Gus breaks the ray. Uh-huh. To save Superman, which is the only good thing that he's done this entire fucking movie. Well, he shut down the he shut down the power. That's true. And and uh, Vera, it's Vera. The battle yeah. and Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes gets turned into a fucking Cyberman. <laughs> yeah, Nurse Ratchet turns into a fucking. What's Joan Rivers' character name in Spaceballs? I don't remember, but that yeah. yeah. That's what she reminded me of. I mean, it's a horrifying fate. Probably the worst death so far in Superman movie. She doesn't die. She doesn't? No, when they break the computer, she's A-OK. Oh, Nobody well, dies then, in this movie. Never mind, then. I, I rescind that. Uh, I rescind that. Uh... No, you're right, because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's fucking metal. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's fucking wicked. <laughs> <laughs> but nope. Uh... And Superman's like, oh, shit, this computer means business because it you know, tries to electrocute him and uh, all that. And he's like, I got it. And he flies back to the chemical plant and grabs the acid. Mm-hmm. You remember the acid, it's good, everybody? It's good plot yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. When you, you bring something, you know, he brings Chekhov's acid back to the Grand Canyon and hides it yeah. behind his back. Yep. And the computer. The computer, the computer that could do anything, knows that there's something behind his back, 
and proceeds to not give a shit. It doesn't shoots care. Him. Yeah, then it shoots him with a laser. Superman reflects it, and he sneaks up closer, and it, it heats up, and it explodes in a fade of raspberry jelly all over and, and melts down the computer, and uh, the day is saved, everybody. Yep. Thus, the supercomputer, which he was giving Superman a run for his money. I gotta. That's actually something I kind of like about this one. That when Superman actually faces off with uh, kind of an extraordinary entity, it actually kind of gives him a run for his money for a little bit. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is kind of cool that it is so different mm-hmm. that there is a like something like that. Yeah, I mean, at least like it. It that's actually true. Now that I think about it, it is kind of pretty unique in and of itself for these movies is like the one other like big yeah yeah we never get like because everything else is just like it's nothing nothing to this kind of level I well would no say. nothing that different like i mean from you got lex luthor then you got three kryptonians and then we pretty and lex luthor yeah well yeah well i get lex luthor's there but yeah yeah then the computer then nuclear man mm-hmm. and then a big kryptonite rock yeah but basically Lex Luthor again yeah yeah that's true so I mean that's nice you know but and I think there is somewhere I was reading somewhere that there is a small reference to Brainiac somewhere in like one of the screens or monitors but I didn't see it yeah I didn't didn't either um the Superman saves Gus mm-hmm. and flies him to a coal plant and like you know hey I need this coal and Gus is like I don't want to fly back with you to Metropolis and he's like well if you need a job uh, you know Gus is as good a computer as anybody else he makes horrifying death machines give mm-hmm. him a try yeah. I'm going to make a diamond <laughs> bye and Gus is like uh, you know what coal country sounds great but where's the bus stop and they're like oh it's 10 miles that way and he's like I'm going to start walking see ya and never seen or heard from again. Nope. And then he goes and visits Lana. Yep. And it's like, yep, Superman wanted me to give you this diamond. Mm-hmm. Shines bright like. That shines bright like a diamond. And it's like weighs down her entire hand. <laughs> it fucking, it's huge. Just thud. And, and uh, yeah, it's like uh, he kneels down to put it on and Brad comes in all drunk and like, I hate you, Clark Kent. You, you ruined my life. I had a good day drinking bus going on <laughs> until I saw you. What have you done? <laughs> and he runs and takes a dive off into a fucking room service cart. And apparently dies and never wants to harass Lana again, though. Mm-hmm. You got to imagine a loser like that would probably continue. To, he really needs a restraining order. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he also has never seen or heard from again. Yeah, then Lana gets a job at the, the Daily Planet working for uh, Perry White mm-hmm. as his receptionist. Yep. And Lois uh, returns. She uh... Oh, hey, look at that. It's my vacation from the third act. Oh, yeah, in the third yeah. act. Yeah, and uh, she uh, comes in. She exposes corruption to the highest levels of the Caribbean. And uh, 
I'll start. I think that's just called the Caribbean, <laughs> yeah, by the no way. Shit. And she's like, it all started when that cab driver kidnapped me. So she was having a typical Lois Lane adventure somewhere else, which sounds like a much better movie. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, Lana comes in, you know, she's like, oh, wow, that's some diamond. It's like, yeah, Clark gave it to me. And she gets kind of jealous. And I'm like, why are you jealous yeah, at all? You don't, like, you treat Clark as like a lackey. And maybe and a, a pizza boy, a pizza boy at best. Like he's a, he's a delivery man for you and a coat rack. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, and uh, yeah, they bring out the new robotic bingo machine, the bingo overlord. He determines numbers and fates. Like who is this and... lady? And why does Perry have to keep doing this gimmicky <laughs> shit? <laughs> you know what? Perry had a fucking earlier. He's just like, can we get a computer to do this with one of the bingo balls? I don't know what he was trying to do with one of those bingo balls, like crack them open or something. But I was like, aren't they just printed on the side? <laughs> I know. What are you They're doing, like Perry? Cookies. They're inside now. Um, and uh, Super Ed goes back and fixes Pisa. Mm-hmm. And the guy, there's been a guy who's been making statues of Pisa and he gets pissed every time. Cause... <laughs> it's like he, he now has these straight Pisa statues and Superman fixes it, makes it leaning again. And then the, guy just grabs a broom from his buddy and just starts whacking the shit out of his that's funny i love that bit giuseppe i'm a ruin <laughs> the whole business is a fact i have no more clay <laughs> it's also superman it keeps ruining my business i have a <laughs> i have no money to buy up the clay my mama mommy be me and uh, yeah, Superman flies off into space and he smiles and the movie's over and yeah. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. I hate this so much. Everything about this. I just, I hate, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't disagree but, with you on any level. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not... uh, d- there's some things all... that I do like about it though. I got to give it. No, credit. I, I, I might be overly mad about it. It's not good. And for a long time, I used to think, like, oh, this is just the one that's just kind of okay. Mm. And it's not okay. No. I think I the, the biggest thing that it, you can say about it is that it's better in comparison to Superman 4. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, I can... It's not one that I revisit all that often. Like, 3 and 4... I was actually thinking about this before I watched this today. 3 and 4 are ones that I just never go back to. Like I said earlier at the beginning of this, this show, like... I watched it like 10 years ago then i started watching the like first 10 minutes again and i turned it off because i was like this is way not for me and yeah Mm. the first 10 minutes is a real bad omen for things to come no there's good ideas though there's uh good performances there's, there's good performances there's like i like i really like I like all the Clark stuff, honestly. All the Clark and Smallville stuff. It's just contrived that it's for a fucking school reunion. That just feels and weird. There's a lot of stuff that's just feels just contrived. Yeah. Is the uh that's the way I'm gonna have to say it. You know? Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, can't recommend um and then I guess um, the order uh, is this going to go one, two, and three? Oh, you're not, because I have four. Well, I didn't put. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, the Donner Superman would yeah. be above. Yeah, it'd be Superman Donner, regular two, three. 
Okay. Because mine is the Donner Cut. One to four is the Donner Cut of Superman 2, Superman 78, Superman 2, the theatrical, and then Superman 3. Yeah, see, three is dead last. Yeah, three is not. Three is. This is bad. Don't worry, it gets worse. Yeah, it gets way worse. It gets worse before it gets better. Um. So next time that you see us or hear us, rather, uh, we're gonna be doing Supergirl. Yep. As a bonus. As a bonus. As the last Salkind thing. Yeah. Crazy. The, the end the end of that end of an error yeah no shit and it, it's canon to the whole universe uh, that cocktease jimmy olsen shows up it it counts yep it counts uh and then speaking of canon uh superman 4 the quest for peace is up next mm-hmm. god have mercy on our soul i know and then we'll have a few more uh superman related stuff to round out uh this run of the Superman yep. film franchise. Yeah, well, can we, can we, I want to announce Steel. We're going to yeah, do Steel. We're going to do, do Steel, and we uh, Steel will be before Superman Returns, but also right after Steel, the special episode for that Thursday will be... It was originally going to be the Death of Superman Lives documentary. It's a bit too hard to access, so we decided to change it. So we're going to do the 2018 animated death of superman yeah that movie slaps it's awesome it is yeah, it's, uh, good one. it's really really good yeah so would highly recommend you check that out uh and then yeah we'll end super the the whole superman experience for now with superman returns mm-hmm. so it's exciting yeah and then then uh yeah then uh, we'll announce our next franchise sometime sooner. You'll have enough to work with until then. Yeah, we got, we got time. We got plenty of time. Uh, but until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.